Welcome to the Glam Podcast. My name is Molly Mahoney from The Prepared Performer, and we are going to help you to go live and monetize. Hey, if you want to bring in more clients, if you want to make a bigger movement, then I got to tell you, you have got to get your personal brand in order. And today we have my awesome new friend, Mark Lack, is going to be here to show you exactly how to make it easy so that you can make create an awesome personal brand that attracts people who actually want to throw credit cards at your face. Mark has so much information that he's going to share with us. So here we go. He is coming up. I want you to put your hands together for the amazing Mark Lack. What? Maybe there you are. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Great to be here. Great to be here. Oh my gosh. This is so fun. So can you I know you've got a couple of like, um, you know, things that you can drop in your bio of things that will show us, show them all stars that are here today, exactly why we should even listen to you when it comes to this personal brand thing. So can you just share a little bit about your experience and uh, what you're doing in the world with personal branding? Definitely love your energy. And I love the name mall stars. That's classic. <laughs> we voted on it as a group, actually. That's solid. And I, I like that's that. something we could talk about because I felt a little bit uncomfortable using part of my name as part of the community name I guess that ties into personal branding and that's what was voted on and we can sing now um hey now you're a mall star <laughs> I love it you got it you you're you're checking all the things like like uh, Justin Beliebers you know oh but right see there you I gotta go come, I gotta come up with one for myself I'm not sure what yeah. it would be we'll work what on it, it together what is it? <laughs> we could work on it today we could workshop it I I, I make the joke because my name's Mark Lack so I say is your marketing lacking lacking oh we're working on it we're we're working on it (laughs) you want me to give a quick you want me to give a quick little bio yeah give a quick little bio and for those of you that are here let us know are you watching on youtube are you watching on facebook on my personal profile my personal business page is what i meant to say or are you watching on the be livers page because there's be livers too kind of like the believers or whatever (laughs) Right. So good. So let us know where you're watching. And yeah, tell us what you got, Mark. Give cool. us the little spiel. Uh, oh, shoot. I was saying, am I muted? You? Yeah, it looked like I had you muted. So hope muted. Okay. hopefully we can hear you now. So you could hear me, but I don't think they could. I could hear you. But yeah, we'll see. I had muted you okay. earlier when I had the intro video playing and you, forgot. to click Somehow on you could hear me, but they couldn't. So I don't know. <laughs> well, they missed our so fun little banter. You could read, read lips. And yeah. now Mark has a voice, which is great. <laughs> they, they saw us just laughing and smiling and they missed all of it. So basically, Mark said we're checking all of the boxes. He loves the term mall stars and, and that. And you can tell your marketing joke again in case we missed it. No, it's all right. We'll leave that as a secret between us. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Perfect. I'll fly through some bullet points of my of my bio, uh, and then we'll and then we'll get into the training. So you know, uh, I'm trying to think of where I'll start. I'll just go through my traditional bio. Um, you know, didn't do well in school, failed, was labeled stupid and a failure early on in my life, and that uh, translated throughout all the way until college. Um, weirdly got into a sport called paintball. If you guys are familiar with paintball where you shoot each other, um, for some reason that was the one sport that resonated with me. I don't know why. Um, but like most things in life, when you're passionate, when you commit, when you go all in, um, you can do amazing things. And that's what happened with me in paintball. I became one of the top 10 players in the world. I made over $300,000 in high school and, uh, traveled a quarter million miles around the world. Amsterdam, London, Belgium, Germany, Paris, Canada, 42 out of 50 states in America. And, you know, it taught me what it took to uh, to become a professional. 
Um, even though it was a weird little sport, I was one of the best in the entire world. I made a lot of money doing it, at least for a high school kid making 300 grand. That's pretty good. I mean, <laughs> that's okay. From paintballing also, which From shows paintball. that if you really lean into your passions, right, then then there's a way that you can hit success literally doing anything if you can do it with paintball, which I think is so awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that led me down the path of having this weird conflict where it was like, okay, I'm the stupid kid in school who fails and can't do anything right. And nobody wants to be on class projects with me because I'm the dumb kid. Um, and then on the other side, I'm the best in the world at paintball and I'm making you know six figures uh, and traveling all over the world when most kids have, you know, they're not traveling the world and they're not making six figures. So yeah. Saturday and Sunday, I was like a rock star and Monday through Friday, I was the stupid kid who hated school. It just fueled my hate for school. Yeah. Um, and so I had this weird inner conflict and I was like, I need to overcome this somehow. So luckily I have the internet. So I started searching online, like how do I become successful? And you know, when you search those things long enough, you find Tony Robbins and uh, you know, it's like, it's like you find Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> and for me, you know, Tony Robbins was that person where uh, the student was ready and the master appeared. And uh, Tony Robbins was the first spark that kind of lit the fire inside of me. It led, it led me to hundreds of other mentors. For anybody who's watching and not listening, you can see I've got tons of books behind me. Um, <laughs> I went from being the uneducated kid to being the most educated. And uh, I, I will say though, I'm, very, I'm, I'm terrible at a lot of things. And the good news is you only have to be really good at one thing or two things to be successful in life. And so for me, I'm, I'm definitely one of the best uh, sales salespeople and marketers, which I've twisted into personal branding. <laughs> and, um, and that's why personal branding makes so much money because we, we integrate sales and marketing practices into mm. it. Um, but yeah, it led me down this crazy journey of like self-mastery and personal development and sales and marketing. And I just was like, okay, if I'm gonna be the best version of myself, I still want to make a lot of money to prove to everybody because that's how mm -hmm. it starts, right? When you're young and dumb, you're like, I want to prove, <laughs> I want to prove to everybody that I can be successful. And so it started wanting to prove everybody that I could be successful. Um, and then obviously on your journey of maturing, um, that changes and your vision changes and your motivation changes. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I just got, I found, I found these guys making money online and these women making mm -hmm. money online and was like, that's what I want to do. I want to figure out if this is real. By the way, I was like, if it's real, because, you know, five, six, uh, no, actually, it was really like 10 years ago that I was like, if you can really, you know, the internet and social media and marketing was a little bit early 10 years ago, like back. Yeah, in, even five um, years ago, there were still people. I mean, I remember when yeah. I first pivoted into this, I had a friend who was like, wait, how do you like, how do you have the credentials to do that? <laughs> Exactly. Right. It's like, you know, there's, there's a lot of skepticism about it. For social sure. media was so early 10 years yeah. ago. I don't even think some of the big platforms out there like Instagram and uh, YouTube and Facebook even existed. And if they did, they were in their super early stages. Mm. Um, so, you know, I saw these people making money and running ads and show, you know, the cliche examples of showing off their money in the Lamborghini or the yacht or whatever. Yeah. But as a young person, I'm like, I want that. And so I was like, let me see if this is real. And so I went and studied everybody everybody's program, everybody's course, everybody's workshop, mastermind, seminar, conference. I bought all of it um, because I had the money from paintball yeah, and, and because I was too stupid to get into a college because of my grades. Um, I couldn't get into a university, so I had to go to a junior college, which was extremely cheap. So I had money saved up for, for real college, which I didn't go to. There's like um, so many tangents we could take with all of this because so I had so many things that you've said, I already, we could do like four more videos. So keep yeah. going because I love this. <laughs> and so, um, so I had money saved up and, and my parents were like, you know, you're going to invest it in 
these random people on the internet with courses and seminars. <laughs> and, and so, you know, they thought I was kind of crazy, but they supported me because they thought I was crazy for paintball, but I became <laughs> one of the best in the world at it. Um, and I made, I won the largest prize ever in the history of paintball, which was $160,000 in a single day. And uh, when I it's was kind of like video games now, I went to TwitchCon yes. and one of the team members from Be Live just like randomly entered a pro am video, uh, video game competition thing. Yeah. And he got his character in the video game got killed in like the first three minutes, but he was paired up with somebody who was a pro and he got carried literally yeah, through yeah. the whole entire game and won $30,000. <laughs> and he came back to us at the lunch table and was like, Oh my gosh, I just paid off my student loans. Which brings us back to that college thing yes. too, right? It's like people, when they, sometimes people get worried about investing in courses that'll help them to build their business. And really comparatively to how much people invest into a university, yeah. uh, it's like, it's such a crazy juxtaposition. So I, have, I love I, it. I had a parent um, ask me recently, you know, what should I do for my son? He's 21 years old. He, he doesn't want to go to school. The pandemic has changed things. So he has space to kind of figure out what he wants to do. Yeah. And I said, what do you have? 50 grand saved up for college, a hundred grand saved up for college. Or what are you willing to go into debt for if you don't have the money? And so I said, just use half of that and go yeah. and buy everybody's program on the internet that I could suggest. Um, <laughs> E-commerce, Shopify, personal branding, affiliate marketing, how to leverage social media, all of them. And then you'll figure out like, you'll learn the foundation of everything on the internet and of like how to make money. Um, and then you'll figure out what you're passionate about and you can go all in on that. And who knows, yeah. just maybe just you'll like be a little, a little buffet, take a little bit from all of them That's and then it. figure out what to go all in on. That's it. And so that was my I advice. So hopefully they do. Cause I mean, it worked for me, right? I made millions of dollars yeah. in my twenties. Um, and now I'm 30. Um, and so, you know, I'm on a different, different journey now, but that's my advice is for, for parents out there who have kids, like, this college system, I mean, it didn't work for me and, and my friends. I hired a lot of my friends, ironically. My friends paid all yeah. this money. Their parents went into all this debt for them to go to college. And now they work for me at my Which... company. <laughs> and I was the dumb oh kid. Gosh. It's just funny. Yeah. Um, Such an awesome journey too. And I love, I'm, I'm excited about several of the things that you just shared. Honestly, yeah. we've been... Um, talking a little bit over on Clubhouse and a couple of rooms that we've had and also here in our camera confidence program. One thing that I was hoping we could talk about, you actually already mentioned. So uh, what Let's I want to make it. sure we get to next, but I'm going to ask you a little question first. But what I want to make sure we get to is what even is personal branding? Why should we you know, care, care about it? And how can we streamline it is what I would love to talk about today. Because I think a lot of people feel like they have to create this <sighs> you know, this fake thing of who they are and bring that to the forefront as this like lovely sparkly water bottle that they've created. Yeah, yeah. But um, what we really focus on here, and I think you can help us with this, put it all together, is making sure that you're you're really honoring who you are as a human. So, and honoring the humans that you serve. So with that in mind, I love that you brought up the Lamborghini marketing. <laughs> because, yeah, we all know those people. Right. But I think it's something that, like you said, it resonates with some people like you as a young kid, th that was something that really spoke to you. Yeah. And um, we had a conversation on Clubhouse with Kim Garst about this the other day. And I personally, just to like, be really real. I personally don't like the term bro marketing that people will use sometimes because I have two boys. And I think that there's, I love that you've already mentioned, like, you know, you brought courses from women too. So I'm really big about how we can all be um, all have a voice. And sometimes I think the Lamborghini marketing stuff gets 
my community a little riled up because it's like, it can just feel a little it's, inauthentic. It's, it's played out now and less and less people are doing it. Um, because if anything, it attracts more hate than it does positivity. And so yeah. um, I think the good news is for people who don't like that type of marketing, I think it's going it's going away. It's fading guess, down. You know, and I think the pandemic actually had something to do that. I, I remember I mentioned Ryan and Elliot today, which is how yeah. we connected. And I remember talking to Ryan about his last launch last year and how they had to reshoot everything so that it was more, um, it, it wasn't quite as polished. It was showing yeah. more of what was happening in real life. Not yeah. and He and did like the whole thing say, on an iPad. <laughs> yeah, well, and oh, totally, right? And I also will just say, Many of you know that I have a $1,000 pair of pants that I am obsessed with that I was afraid to admit that I spent $1,000 on a pair of pants, but I now wear those sparkly pants as much as I can. So that's like my version of Lamborghini marketing. Love and I'm it. very proud of those pants. And I think that it's great for us to, to just um, talk about that when it comes to building your personal brand, because I know that it's something, especially in our community, that we struggle with that balance between being real owning your thousand dollar pair of pants, <laughs> right? Um, or whatever it is for you that you're you're proud of and you wanna share and making sure that there's also a human connection too, so. I love that. So there was a lot on the, a lot on the table there with the first questions. Um, <laughs> I'll start with the first one, which was like, what is personal brand? Okay, perfect. We can just go right to that now. We'll we got go, the other stuff out of the way. We'll go, we'll go to that one first. So what is okay. personal branding? Um, in, my own, in my own words, personal branding is your reputation. And it's how, mm. it's how, peop it's how people perceive you. And so, for example, if you know, if you hit me up in in my my inbox on email, and you don't have a very good email signature, my email signature is going to be this professional photo shoot circle of my face, so you can see me smiling, um, so, you, so you know I'm a real human. It's going to have yep. my name, my bio, my link to my website which I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, so it looks amazing. It's gonna have links to my social media, which if you go to, I'm verified, and I have hundreds of thousands of followers on my different channels. Or you even um, have a social media account there, because sometimes I click on people's things yeah, yeah. and it's like a broken link or it goes to an yeah. old website, right? <laughs> yep, and so obviously, you know, I didn't have those things when I started, um, but I build into it. And and so there is no excuse like, oh, well, you have those things because, but because, 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 no, no, no. You can go to wise stamp, wise, like smart, wise stamp.com. And for like 10 bucks, you can go and get these templates that they'll give you to plug into your email signature in system preferences signature. And you copy and paste their template in there. And now you have this amazing looking signature. Something as simple as that, when you email somebody, you're going to be so much more well received. Um, if you reached out to me, for example, and we're this is what I'm trying to make my point of, I get hundreds of emails and social media messages every week. Hundreds of emails and social media messages. Most of the emails don't have a good signature. So immediately, the only thing I can do is go and click on their name. And if it's from a Yahoo, AOL, or Gmail account, I have to assume you're not a serious business because only serious businesses say at mark at shortenthegap.com, not mark at gmail.com. Um, and so, Get a real get a real email account with at your company's website. Uh, have an email signature because when you don't have those things, it's the first indicator to me you're not serious. When you yeah. hit me up on when you hit me up on social media, um, 
I immediately, before I even respond to you, I takes one second, I click your face or your name and it takes me to your profile. And I see that you have no, no content you've posted. Maybe you shared some political article onto your page or posted about pizza or posted some GIF or, or maybe meme. about Brussels sprouts. Exactly. Maybe yeah. you posted something um, about your bacon Brussels sprouts that you had for dinner. Um, and so, you know, and you're, you have like zero followers, you have like no bio in your social media. And these are all like little tiny things that you might be thinking aren't a big deal. But if you're trying to reach out to me to, to buy from you, I'm using all of these filters of qualification. Yeah. I'm like, you know, like if, if I, for example, was going to go and try to sell somebody financial advice, I wouldn't be wearing a hoodie. I'd put on a suit because it's these little subtle cues that we pick up on. People use social media. They use your website. They use simple things like your email signature to judge and filter and discern. Is this person qualified, credible, trustworthy to even have a conversation with? And so that's just one tiny example of how somebody is going to, just like if I was like going to a lunch meeting and you're like, oh yeah, your financial advisor's over there. And it was like me in a hoodie. Unless you knew I was like a billionaire, you'd probably be like, he's in a hoodie. He's not in a suit, financial advisor, suit. Or, you know, what's interesting, it could actually, it's going to detract a lot of people, but maybe if you establish your personal brand as that's the, the financial point, though. advisor with the hoodie. That's the that, point, right? Is, yeah. is if you don't yet have your personal brand leveraged, like Gary Vaynerchuk is in a beanie and a t-shirt, oh, exactly. but he's established. If he yeah. started that way early on, which he did, by the way, but like he had to go like 12 years to build his brand to what it is. Um, and he started in the wine library business. So my, my ultimate point is it's your reputation. It's how people judge you, discern and filter through all these little things. The human brain's job is to immediately decide, can I trust this person? Is this person going to hurt me? Are they going to help me? And we're taught at a young age, don't trust people. Don't talk yeah. to strangers. Stranger danger. And, and guess what? The more successful you get, the more annoying people message you trying to trying to get stuff from you instead of you know I, I know you teach this to your audience but it's totally. like it's like lead with value oh my gosh yeah. the more successful you get the less people lead with value because you're getting thousands of people hitting you up so when the one person finally messages you and is like hey mark or molly here's here's a ton of value first I'm at least like, thank you. You didn't just hit me up randomly with no credibility, no introduction, no trust, no personal yeah. brand. You have no reputation in my eyes. I don't even know you and you're asking me for something. And so personal branding is your ability to build your reputation, control the perception. That's a big one. Control the perception. So when somebody goes and looks you up, whether that's something as simple as your email signature, your social media, or your website, those are really the only three things you're going to do on the digital world we live in. You're going to email yeah. somebody, which is going to hopefully have your signature linked to your website and your social media. So people are going to go to your website, your social media. Here's the next one. They're going to Google you. Dun, dun, dun. dun. And so <laughs> guess what? You, that's going to show me your reputation. There might be people talking smack about you. There might be negative reviews about you. There might be tons of positive things about you. And so that is the foundational simple aspect of personal branding. The new kid at school that everybody talks about, hey, do you know who do you know who Molly is? Is she cool? Is she good? Is she nice? Is she bad? Is she this? Is she that? Like that's your reputation. My reputation early on in school was the dumb, stupid kid. And so that was 
that was what people would say about me. I'm, it might be fun to hang out with me as a friend, but when it comes to school, you don't want to work with me. So you have to understand you come up with these little labels and these reputations for people. And, and then all of a sudden it starts to spread around. Like you yeah. heard from Ryan and Elliot, Mark's amazing. You got to connect with him. And so that, and then if you looked me up, there's all these amazing things about me on the internet because I'm controlling my reputation, my brand and how people perceive me. And that's the foundation of it. And then and you were like, who's this Molly chick? She's crazy. Well, I already knew that. I already knew that because that's, that's your brand and that's what you're, that's what you're going for. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I love, oh my gosh, I love it so much really. And it is cr controlling that perception. And what is tricky is that you have to decide on what that perception is going to be. And I think a lot of people don't take the time, whether it's building your business and like putting your offers together or deciding what product you're going to sell. They don't take the time to do those foundational pieces, which means that when you're putting things out there, if you don't even know what your percept, what perception you want to create, yeah. How do you expect anybody else to be, to be able to understand it? So I love that you help people to actually get that in order and then know like the step-by-step step of where to clean that up. And, we, yeah, um, and those are literally the, like that's kindergarten. We're not even into, yeah. we're not even in elementary school yet. We're just talking like personal branding to kindergartners right now. Just so everybody knows, like we go up the ladder to like, extremely sophisticated personal branding strategies. Um, but this is just the, this is the kindergarten stuff. And then we can fly our way all the way up to doctor yeah. school. I love it. Okay. We do this thing here called a nugget giveaway. I flashed it on the screen a little bit earlier, but what we're going to do is right now, if you're watching this video, whether it's live or in the replay, I want you to give us the hashtag nugget below this video, share what the best tip that you've learned so far is the best nugget that you've heard so far. It could be something that was brand new, or it could be something that maybe you've heard before and you've been pushing off to the side and not really taking control of. So give us what that is below. And I'm going to pick a nugget winner while we're live. I'm also going to come back. I'm going to pick a nugget winner later this week also. So if you're watching in the replay, give us the nuggets. We want to know the nuggets in the chat below. Uh, yeah, there's so much about what you just said that we could dive into. I will say on just on your Facebook profile, like there's all the different platforms that you want to be optimized on, but just on your Facebook profile, in our camera confidence program, we actually do a weekly profile review because most people don't even know what's possible. And you're right. They may actually, what I've seen before is people have shared valuable business tips on their, or, or, or like, you know, value something that relates yeah, yeah. to their brand on their personal profile, but they have it set to private. Mm, so little things like that. Yeah. That there. So it's funny because yeah. Ryan, who does our reviews in our camera confidence program, he'll go to do the reviews and it looks totally different than what someone thinks it looks like because they have those value forward things set to private. So only their friends can see it. Even if you don't want to have a profile like mine or maybe like Mark's is where things are mostly open, you want to pick a few things that you intentionally use to control the perception so you can build your yeah. reputation. And one piece that people miss so often is the fact that you can link to your business page. I even have in my profile, I don't know if it's still there, but at one point it said fixer of broken links at brokenlink.com. <laughs> people would link to that little weird Facebook flag. Do you know that gray flag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not realize it. So I have a question though. One of the first things that you said, was when people go to your email signature, they can click, they can see that your profile is verified and they can see that you have hundreds of thousands of followers, which is awesome. And that may be something for our community that's a little like, okay, 
that's going to take me 12 years to get, or what do I do if I don't have a hundred thousand followers? So I know you have some tips. If there are some people who are thinking, yeah. okay, but I don't have that many followers. How do I do this? And first of all, followers are just, just like vanity metrics. Exactly. Um, follower yeah. followers matter to some degree because it goes back to the narrative I was saying earlier, it controls the perception. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like to play a little quiz with people just right off the bat. Who's more credible? The person with one post about their Brussels sprouts and, and their, and their cat or their dog. Um, and they have like 50 followers, um, or the person with a verified account, an amazing bio that sh shows credibility and adds one free nugget of value, like get my free book or get my free training or get my free thing. Um, so leading with value. They're verified, they have 100,000 followers, they have 1,000 or at least 500 valuable pieces of content, both mm. personal, so you can see me as a human, and then yeah. also professional, where you can see my expertise. And that's where the personal brand comes in. So it's not just professional brand, it's called a personal brand for a right. reason. And most people leave out the personal side. They're just like, I'm the real estate person. And so what you need to do is you need to be the real estate person who's also a mom, who's also yeah. got children, who's also got a husband, who's also traveling, who also is doing her best to stay healthy at home and take care of her kids. And so you're doing the personal side of being the real estate person and then teaching your expertise. And so balancing that on your profile where there's hundreds of posts, you can see me as a person, you can see my wife, my dog, you can see people in my business, you can see who I've interviewed, and then you can see my expertise being more professional and serious and helping you get one or two steps closer. That's what social media is supposed to do. It's supposed to build a relationship with your audience so they feel like they know you even though they've never met you. And then it's supposed to show people your expertise not necessarily that you're truly doing everything right or perfect, but that you can get people one or two steps closer to their goal for free. And then if they want, mm. they can buy from you and that'll get them all the way to the finish line. That's personal yeah. branding in a nutshell with social media. You're building a relationship with an audience to build trust and rapport so they feel like they really know you even though they've never met you and they know your life and then the professional and side. they can relate to you also so that they know that it's not, I think that's a huge thing. And I will say for those of you that don't have a bajillion <laughs> followers, I sometimes for some people when they're looking to connect with someone, they may actually feel like, whoa, that person is too fancy, too big. I wanna learn from someone who's just a few steps ahead of me. Yeah. So know that it, it, it may be a good thing for you as you're starting off to be able to connect with those people who really wanna learn from someone who's just a few steps ahead of you. So don't let that hold you back. Because once you get to the point where you have hundreds of thousands of followers, like that's amazing and I think it's true. It really, um, I saw a science show that my kids were watching where they took the same photo and they showed it to people to get their response. And one of, they had two photos. One had more likes and comments than the other and to ask which one was funnier. Then they switched it. So the other one had more likes and comments than the other. And every time the people went with the one that had the more likes and comments. So social proof matters. It was the perception. Yeah, because of that perception, yeah. like exactly what you just said. So social proof matters, those numbers, like you wanna build your engagement. That's why we encourage people to create videos where they're yeah. commenting and engaging. And don't ever feel that you can't get started because you don't have these crazy, enormous it's, numbers. To exactly, you have to remember that it doesn't just, it doesn't just happen. Um, yeah. There's so many things that I wanted to say. Like the example is like we were talking about controlling the perception. And so, mm -hmm. are you gonna are you gonna go eat at the restaurant that has a hundred people in line, or are you gonna yes. go eat at the restaurant that has nobody in line? And so, the restaurant with a hundred people in line, you're like that must be good. The restaurant with nobody in line, you're thinking that must be bad. Purely a judgment. 
There's actual, the only facts you have is a hypothesis about the social proof of how many likes and comments there are. Just like somebody comes to the conclusion that if I go to your social media and you have zero engagement or very limited engagement, I, it would only make sense that in the same analogy as the restaurant, I could probably come to the conclusion that you must not have anything good to say or what you are saying must not be very good because nobody's listening. Nobody's yeah. liking, nobody's commenting. So even though it's a, it's a stretch, it's a logical stretch, the same way that the restaurant with nobody in line might actually be amazing, but nobody's giving it a chance because everybody's yeah. in the other line. And so that's what you have to understand. You have to break through the chasm is like, if you never get enough engagement and followers, then you're always going to have that potential perception that well, what you're saying must not be funny, what you're saying must not be good, what you're saying must not be relevant or important because if it was, you'd have more people here listening yeah. in line. And so that's why it is important just from a pure perception judgment, yep. just like you just gave a perfect example yeah. of just purely by showing people the one with more engagement, everybody thought it was more, it was funnier. And it was like, same thing with you. If you don't have engagement, so then it goes to the next question. But Mark, how do I get the engagement? There's really, <laughs> there's really three ways to get engagement. The same way that there's only three ways to get traffic. You buy it, you borrow it, you create it. <laughs> buy it, borrow it, create it. And okay. so what, what that means is to create it, you have to create amazing content and you have to hope that the algorithms are in your favor and help your content get pushed out to more people. That's how the cute cat video that everybody sees and likes and comments goes viral because you know it has a 99% share ratio. 99, so Mark, 99% just so you know, it. our trick for that is not um, cats. It is actually Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> I've had four people send me this same dish towel in the mail that says every day on Brooklyn because That's if awesome. you post on your personal profile, Brussels sprouts, yes or no, I promise you it will kickstart your engagement. <laughs> Brooklyn, every day on Brooklyn. Every awesome. day on Brooklyn. <laughs> you guys have too much fun here in your community. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so number one, create content. Every day you're bristling and, and you hope that, you know, and I, I hate to use that word, but it's the truth. You hope that the algorithm helps you go viral. And that's why I and think you can be strategic in that too, right? Yeah, so there's yeah. ways, but it's always an art. So it's always like we have some killer strategies that help yeah. you to work with the algorithm, but who knows when the algorithm is going to change tomorrow and you're going to have to exactly. scramble. Which or is they're why. Gonna, yeah, they're going to remove the likes, all of that. It's crazy. Out of those three platforms, out of the three ways to get um, engagement or traffic, buy it, borrow it, create it. I think create, I think by the way, you have to do all three. There's not a question. Mm. There's no question. It's just, you have to do all three. But if I was going to say which one's most important, it's buying it and borrowing it. And buying it is probably the most important. So borrowing it would be interviews, um, yeah. co-creating content like we're doing here. You know, you brought me in. So technically it's an interview. Technically we're co-creating content. I could even like, I could even start sharing content with my audience. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden my audience is like, who's Molly? And your audience is like, who's Mark? And now we're going to give each other, each other's audience. And so together we're sharing each other's audiences with each other's knowledge and expertise. So that's a great way to do it. I suggest everybody does that around the and clock, around the calendar. As a reminder also for everyone who's here, oh, which by the way, Erica Sanchez is here and she just won $100 in camera confidence. <laughs> so we did it, actually, this is a perfect example. So we did, we launched a brand new program. Um, we took our camera confidence program, we moved it into Experienceify, uh, Marisa's dashboard, which has been awesome. But I wanted to make sure that everybody saw that we were moving it. So I, I bought it by offering a $100 Amazon gift card inside for our students 
to have them comment on the post in order for people to see it. So actually I went with the buy it option for that. And Erica awesome. won this morning. So Erica, congratulations. Congratulations. But so one, what I was gonna say though is when you're creating a, a video like this, when you're borrowing it, like, yeah. like you said, we can now turn this into smaller pieces of content. So repurposing and all of that can come from this and I can yeah. then send you the clips too so that now you have that ability as well. So exactly, I would always so, say that we're creating a library of content. Exactly, so we're borrowing each other's audiences yeah. essentially. So the three ways to get traffic and build your audience is buy it, borrow it, create it. We talked about creating it. You talk about that all the time it sounds like. Um, yeah. Again, it's phenomenal. You have to do all three. So it's not that one's better than the other. It's just that if I personally had to only choose one, it would be buying it because buying it is, is I'm in control. If I know that every time I invest a thousand dollars in an ad and I make 2000, again, elementary conceptual example. But if I spend a thousand and I make 2000, how many times would you trade a dollar for two every day? And if you know that you can do that, you have what I would call the foundation to a real business. Um, yeah. because now you have the opportunity to grow and control your scale where yeah. If I'm just using affiliates and I'm borrowing people's audiences, well, what if all of a sudden that person says no, that person changes their mind, that person didn't really pull through the way they said, that person uh, at the last minute just something they got sick and canceled and I was really hoping that it worked out because I could pay my mortgage that month. So my point is creating it, you're at the whim of the algorithm. Borrowing it, you're at the, the whim and hope of the person following through. And buying it is the only one where you're in the most control, but you have to do all three. I create, I borrow, and I buy every single day nonstop. Um, and so those are the three, th three ways that you could grow your audience. Buying it, by the way, obviously there's buying traffic for um, making money and selling products and services and building your list. And then there's faster ways to grow your audience. The two ways I would suggest would be boosting and promoting your content. Mm -hmm. So Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, the same, the same way that they let you pay money to promote an advertisement, to build your list, a lead magnet, um, sell a product. You can, you can promote your content and it's called subscribe content. So you're promoting content and you're telling people, hey, if you like this video, just subscribe for more because I post it every single day or every single week. And so you're literally creating content, telling people to subscribe, and then the same way you promote it and pay for it to be like, register for my webinar, register, buy my, buy my hairbrush on sale. The same way you promote that, you're literally paying to promote a subscribe ad, and this time you're just telling people, subscribe to my audience, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, or follow me on Facebook or Instagram, and I post videos like this all the time, educational videos, review videos, funny videos, whatever your brand is. And two ways that we love diving into that more is that literally every video that you do here, you can boost for just a dollar a day. So like if yeah. you go to the ads library, you'll see that we have lots <laughs> of our videos that are chopped up into little pieces for that exact purpose. Mm -hmm. You noticed at the top of this video, what did I say? I said, well, let me just bring it up again yeah. and we say it often, give me the words, remind me below this video, which is going to do exactly what Mark is saying. So I'm so glad that you're here talking about this. Yes. And there's so much, I, I'm excited to ask you a couple of questions about that that we don't do, which mm -hmm. I know people could learn so much from you. Um, when we do this, it's increasing the engagement. So when we take this video and we turn it into an ad, even just for a dollar a day, it's increasing the engagement, it's building retargeting audiences yeah. as well, so that when you're ready to do those ads that are saying, you know, hey, come to my webinar, come to my thing, buy my product, you have an audience that you've already connected with, built your personal brand with, 
Oh, it's so good. One thing that we don't do. So we, uh, we obviously spend most of our time here on the book of faces. We do some things on YouTube as well and Instagram. And I was talking to one of our amazing clients this morning or yesterday, actually, she saw that we were doing this show. I'm going to give her a little shout out. Her name is Jenna Larson. Uh, we actually went to ele uh, elementary school together. So she's <laughs> from here as well, like you and I are. And, um, uh, she created this new tool called Group Track CRM that we are obsessed with. It's a full CRM for your Facebook, everything that you do on Facebook. It's amazing. And I was talking to her yesterday and she goes, oh my gosh, you're having Mark on the show. Like, that's so awesome. And I said, oh, like, do you know him? And she said, your program was the first program she ever bought, which wow. she's been in our highest level coaching program for over a year now. And I didn't even know this. So I was like, wait, <laughs> what? And she goes, yeah, back when I had... And this was such a great uh, testimonial for you, by the way. She said how awesome the content was. And she told me that before she had any sort of business, she was listening to like Pandora or something. And she goes, he popped into like my YouTube or my Pandora. I had no idea who he was, but I knew that what he was doing was exactly what I needed to start figuring out how to, mm -hmm. you know, get my business stuff in order. And I was like, oh, that's good for whatever she was already listening to. You had an ad that popped up in there. Of course. Of course we did. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Jenny Larson then. Yes, yeah, shout out to Jenna. Um, yeah. So I mean, how many different platforms are you doing this on? Um, I mean, if you use the GDN network, Google Display Networks, you could be on an oh, almost true. an almost unlimited amount. So it's kind of hard to say when you if you're using GDN yeah, networks, what like you do as well. Network. Audience networks. And same, yeah, Facebook, Facebook audience networks goes across yeah. like every every platform in the world, yeah. basically. And that's how you could be playing you could be playing Angry Birds or you know, mm. Pokemon <laughs> Go and 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 all of a sudden I my ad will friend, pop up. I had a friend who was tracking her um like her nursing for her new baby for her baby. And my face showed up in the middle of her nursing app. <laughs> she like sent me a screenshot, like, hey, there's Molly. Yeah. Um, you're like, I'm all, I'm on everything. <laughs> That's awesome. So I get nervous about it sometimes with the audience network because I'm like, I don't know about where I want to have my face show up, but yeah. I support breastfeeding, so that was good. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there yeah, I mean, go. you, you be on. You want to be. You want to be omnipresent, um, which basically just means you want to be everywhere to the right person. You don't want to be a celebrity to the world, most likely, but you want to be. Um, you want to be everywhere to where your audience is. So you know, yeah. if uh, if Jenna Larson is uh, is listening to a, a thing and and my ad pops up and that got her. Then, then, it, then it was right. I think my favorite platform right now is YouTube. If I had to pick one, um, but our media buyers are starting to ramp up some stuff on on Facebook again. Facebook, I love Facebook. I love Instagram, um, but I think YouTube is a really good platform because the competition is lower. Um, the competition on face uh, on YouTube is a lot easier because most people they don't have the uh, the camera confidence as you talk yeah. about um, to, to pop up on a YouTube ad. So, you know, most YouTube ads suck and, and they're, and they're usually from bigger companies that have a budget and they just throw ads up and only occasionally will you see usually some terrible person come on and do some, some, some garbage advertisement um, with just the wrong hook, the wrong frame, bad lighting, and one of the things you can do is there's two things. One, you can click the video and you can scrape the ID and you can actually see the ad and see how many views it has and how long it's been running. Mm -hmm. And then that'll tell you if the ads, if it's got a million views or half a million views, then you know they've spent a lot of money to get it that many views. So the mm -hmm. ad actually might be working and maybe you want to take a couple notes and just see what, why is it working? Um, maybe the garbage is actually a good thing. It could be, who knows? Sometimes if you know, yeah, your, know. If you know your audience, sometimes like the, sure. the, the worst video actually 
actually sometimes does well because the curiosity we have, alone is like, it's like a car wreck. You just can't totally. stop watching. We have one that I did forever ago that still, it was like a dollar opt-in for a webinar. Crazy. And it was, my Wi-Fi went out in the middle of it. I had, it was like such a hot mess. It was like pixelated, but it really worked for the message that I was delivering. So and that's never, the thing, right? Is sometimes, and that's why that's the number one rule for marketing is never stop testing. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where, you know, you always want to test. You want to test the, the the selfie video on your phone with bad audio and lighting and you're moving and a little bit of wind hits the mic. And then you want to test the professional like studio quality, you know, 4K camera, a film crew, three lighting, three different camera angles. Um, you always want to test. But yeah, I mean, I think YouTube's an amazing platform that everybody here, if they're learning about camera confidence and how to, you know, articulate and present themselves better, then they have to be on YouTube growing their channel. Biggest mistake I made was not focusing enough on my YouTube channel early on. We crush YouTube ads, but that's totally different than building a YouTube channel. Just like some internet marketers make millions of dollars running products and stuff on the internet, but they don't even have a social media profile. So yeah. there's, there's two ways to play the internet. One is run ads and sell products. The other is build a personal brand and an audience. I think you should do both. Most people usually do one. And I find that when you do both, you become literally like, you can't oh. not, you can't not make however much money you want, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. So, so, so much goodness. Okay. I, we have about uh, 13 minutes left. So rapid, I want to make sure fire questions. There's, yeah. So if, and, and just so you know, also at the very end of this video for like the last five minutes, we're going to do what we call a speedy recap. So at that point, we're going to up the nugget giveaway. Everybody's going to share all their nuggets real fast during the speedy recap. And we actually crop that and we use it to build our YouTube channel. So that Love speedy it. recap becomes a very specific thing that we repurpose. So I've got notes here. When we get to that, I'm just going to say like, okay, give us a sentence about this. And I'll say the words and then you reply with the sentence explaining it. So that's coming cool. up in about 10 minutes. Before Perfect. we get there, I have two, just two more questions. One is, is there anything else that you want to make sure you share here so that we really understand all the magic that you have to, to share with us. I will also drop a little secret that Mark and I may have something happening next week that you may want to know about. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's going to be awesome. If you want to know, say, tell me below this video and we'll reach out to you. And two, I want to know what you think about personal branding and clubhouse. Okay. I'll start there. Um, okay personal branding with clubhouse. I think there's a lot of potential. I think that when new platforms come out, like TikTok did originally, the algorithm is extremely, um, generous. Mm. Um, it will give you way more followers, way more engagement. Um, you have a high, high, high probability of going viral, not on clubhouse Cl clubhouse. Isn't going to have that happen, but TikTok had the viral aspect. Um, yeah. at least clubhouse doesn't have any integration for viral content yet. There's nothing like yeah. that yet. Um, especially with, if there's nothing that there's nothing recorded. So it's hard for something to go viral on clubhouse. Currently TikTok. my wife had a video go viral and got 1.2 million views in like two days. Um, yeah. 1.2 million views. Um, and it was totally not the video we thought was going to go viral. Um, but TikTok literally is a platform where you try to go viral. Like that's literally yeah. like the, the definition of you. Everybody every day comes out with a new trendy video and a new song and you try to catch the wave and see if yours can go viral. So Clubhouse is totally different, but Clubhouse has never been easier to join a room. <clears throat> Here's the hardest part for a, a normal person who doesn't yet have their personal brand established. Oh my gosh, that's the question that Veronica just said, but are normal people going to Clubhouse? So that's, 
Perfect. I, I, can, okay. I, I can hear Goodness. the whisper. I, know I can hear the whisper. Um, I've just done this too much where I can, I literally have conditioned my brain to hear what the audience is saying, even if there, even if there's no audience um, <laughs> that I can see. Um, right. So for a, for a normal person who doesn't have a personal brand yet, and to make a comparison, um, I'm a normal person too, but I've built my personal brand to have the perception and the reputation that almost, and I, I did it actually on an interview recently where I joined a clubhouse room and within five seconds, I was invited as a speaker moderator and the yeah. room had 2000 people in it. So that's my point is there's 2000 people in a room live within five seconds of me joining the room. They invited me on stage as a speaker and made me a moderator. And I could have just been like, Hey, what's up every 2000 people. Yeah. Um, and just sitting there, you get like a couple hundred followers. And then if you contribute, you're going to get like half the room to follow yeah. you. Now I went pretty hard for the first like 48 hours. And then my wife was like, what are you doing? Like I'm walking around with clubhouse on, on like quiet. And, my iPad was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, or I got like one ear. I'm sitting on the couch with my wife, but I have like, I have like this ear pod in. So it's like this, it's like this. That's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> and so she was like, come on, you're still listening to the clubhouse. And so I was like, you're right. This is like starting to affect my relationship. So and my health because my I'm health. not sleeping. Yeah. So so I've I've uh, I've dialed back my clubhouse intake. Um, yeah. But you know I see people on there that are obsessed. They're on there nonstop. Um, so real quick, I think clubhouse has a lot of potential. Um, I think that you need to create. Here's the thing: if you're a normal person, I think you need to create your own your own pod, your own club room. Mm -hmm. And so like you know, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Steve Ulsher has like the, the, the podcast club. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to make like the personal branding club. And then you can get like we have, a, I the live video club. I bought live video club.com. Exactly. There I you go. That perception. There you go. And, and, <laughs> and, and create the container. So that's what you yeah. want to remember is big people. They usually want to just like Grant Cardone. He'll just join your clubhouse room and he'll yeah. just start talking. And so yeah. you, you want to create the room, come up with a catchy title on the top a catchy title. And so two big things, well, three big things. One, make your own club pod. So you got your own little room and, and curate content and interview people. Number two is you want to be in the audience of really big rooms and you want to make sure that you can raise your hand and hopefully get invited on stage. When you get invited on stage, it's only a matter of time. When you get invited on stage, you want to make sure that you use that 30 second elevator pitch, that 60 mm -hmm. seconds, because they usually go, if they're good moderators, they go, Molly, you've got 30 seconds and start it with, my question is, exactly. and, and so you'll say, my name is my name is Mark, and my question is, somebody like me who, and I quickly get my bio in, <laughs> my question is, somebody like me who, and I quickly get my bio in, my elevator pitch, my, my perfect little like 10 second pitch um, is, Boom. And then, so you want to make sure that you get it in really fast. So yeah. my name is Mark fast. and my question is people get annoyed and they're going to send you off the stage. Exactly. So you want to get, and you don't want to be the annoying person. You want people to sit back and go like this one 16 year old kid came on and said, my name is uh Jeremy or whatever. He's like, and my, and I'm, and, and, and my question is that I'm 16 years old and blah, blah, blah. And he asked his question and everybody was like shocked. Um, and he got like a ton of connections and help. So you want to make sure you're prepared. You're not nervous. You got your you got your your confidence ready. Optimize your bio and make sure that you come in hot with like, I've got my perfect little elevator pitch and my question. And make sure it's a really good question because I I who've done seventeen hundred interviews, I'm very keen and I do coaching for seven years and you know I'm very keen on questions. If somebody says, Mark, um, is Facebook advertising good? 
<laughs> uh, I'm like, that's the dumbest question you could ask. Uh, another example, Mark, what should my budget be for advertising? Another question you'd think at the surface sounds like a, a good question. But there's so it's much information question. you need to know in there's, order to actually answer that. Oh my God. That actually reminds me of, I have a question that I can't believe I didn't ask earlier. So I need to squish one more question in because I okay. really need an answer to this. Okay. So, and I think you may actually be the person who can help me because no one has been able to help me. Let's hear it. Okay. I have a, a, we take all of these videos and we turn them into GIFs at the end of every, every show. There's a GIF of me that we created about a year ago going like this. That does not work. Okay. <laughs> They're just taken from random moments in our, in our videos. Uh -huh. Somehow on Christmas Eve, that GIF, which we optimized for SEO, went viral. So it's been shared over 60,000 times. I can't even tell you how many actual views it's had because it was shared 60,000 times. It's my face going, that does not work. Now, this was through Tenor, not Giphy. I do have a branded Giphy account as well, but this one was through okay. Tenor. It yeah. has my name, the prepared performer, like of where it came from. But how do I, do you have any tips as to how we can um, optimize and actually monetize a viral, like viral GIF like that? So I post it on your Facebook page. I yeah. then create an audience that would most likely be suitable to retarget from. I'd promote it as a post. And then I'd have above, I'd say, win $500 cash by commenting the best thing below that does not work. And, <laughs> and, and then everybody would comment below the funniest thing that does not work. Like I'm trying, I can already come up with a bunch of uh, totally, which vulgar, I could do like vulgar marketing thing. ideas that do not work. So then it's ex then it's like actually speaking so, to what we teach. Yeah. So win five. So best comment wins five hundred dollars cash um, <laughs> on this date, seven days from now, and you'd say, or let it go evergreen and run forever. Um, yeah. And say um, marketing ideas that do not work, and then the Jeff would be you going that does not work, and then everybody comments below for a chance to win, and then you could set up a chat bot that could message yeah. them, or you could build a retargeting audience. Boom, there you go. Boom, I love it. Okay, in that, would you use, would you mention the fact that the GIF had gone viral or just use it as something that you know has already had viral potential? Telling me it's gone viral is not gonna make a difference. Okay. Just, just so, because I'm gonna wanna watch that. And I'm gonna wanna go through and read the comments and then I'm gonna wanna reply totally. back. So it creates the, it already creates the viral okay. aspect. Win Can $500. I just tell you, this is why y'all should listen to Mark because every person that I've asked about this, even Grant Cardone, who was in our room, and I asked him this question. He said to uh, he said to monetize it by creating another product that somehow uses the the option for me to teach people how to make gifts, which no. I already have. You a program retarget everybody. You retarget everybody, and go in and you reply to every single comment, yeah. and you say, "Here's my seven best tips for marketing that does work." And then you use it as a funnel. I was like, I don't want to teach people how to do this unless I actually know that I can monetize it. But there you go. Okay. So, so everybody, okay. Co everybody comments. You reply and send them the lead magnet. Then you have a retargeting audience for the yep. hundreds of thousands or people that didn't comment, and then yep. you retarget them. First three seconds of the ad is the GIF, and then you come on camera and say, "Remember, you saw my GIF and engage with it." Yeah. Well, let me tell you seven marketing tips that do work, and then you use that to funnel them in. Yeah. I can't wait to be such an awesome case study for you. This was so amazing. And Holy that was within God. five seconds. Let's go. Keep, the, know, questions. Question. Keep the questions so coming. Good. So good. Okay. We, I want to be respectful of your time. So we only have three minutes left. So we have, oh. do you want to, I just want to make sure if there's anything else you want to add. I know we we'll only have three minutes left. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go fast. There's so much that I want to share. Um, yeah. And so there's so many fun things that we could talk about. Um, so one of the things that I think would be really powerful for your audience is you're doing a great job of this right now, which is interviewing me and interviewing other experts that I know you share. So I want to do this. This works on literally any platform. Um, here's what you do. 
okay. come up with some type of a, a show. It should, you should come up with a fun name if possible. The name is not going to matter as much as the execution. Here's what you do. Come up with a list of dream 100 guests that you'd like to interview, starting with like, you know, guests you probably can get and then guests that are like really far out of reach um, and go through the list of easier to harder. And by the time you get to the harder ones, you'll probably be able to get all of them as well. So come up with your dream 100 guests, then come up with, um, this is the formula. I'm going to go through it really fast. Figure out which platform is that celebrity or thought leader. And here's here's the criteria for the guests, by the way. Who already built your following? So most of, not all of, but most of the people on your Dream 100 that you're going to interview, they should already have a large audience that you can target with what I'm about to tell you, which is your interview. So who already built your following? Make the list of 100 people. And it might be hard. You have to do some research. And the research alone is going to be good. Dude, then, the, the 100 is a thing that so many people don't do. And I swear it like changes everything. So changes do everything. that. Just telling dream you. One, dream 100 partners, everything. Clients. Okay. But here we go. Dream 100 interviews. Who has your following? Most of them should be on that list. Then you go to their social media. Find their largest platform where they get the most engagement. So Gary Vaynerchuk gets a million views on every Instagram video. Perfect. And that's his largest platform. So that's your formula to know how many views to guarantee them on the interview. So if Gary gets a million views, then offering him a on his largest platform, Gary gets a million views to guarantee you'll get a yes from him. You probably want to double it. So he's like, holy shit, you offered me 2 million views. I don't even get that. So find their largest platform, find their, find their average engagement, double it by two or three, reach out to Gary's team, on social media, on email, which is where the signature comes in and all these other places you can reach out and say, let me know when Gary Vaynerchuk would, or Gabby Bernstein or Lisa Nichols or Molly Renee Mahoney Brown. or Mark Lack, Renee Brown, whoever, let me know when they would benefit from getting 2 million views on an interview sometime this calendar year. Cause I'm not desperate. I don't care when it happens. So let me know when you would benefit from a 2 million views of, and then say the audience of women entrepreneurs of small businesses um, on an interview talking about, you know, your book. Cause I've done my research on your book coming out. Let me know when you'd like to do an interview with 2 million views. They'll reply back so fast that they'll say, maybe they'll have some follow-up questions. And here's the good news. How, you know, how are you going to get the 2 million views? You don't even have a show. Can I get I'd love for you to. Are you going to buy it? Boom, you're gonna buy it. Remember, buy it, borrow it, create it. And yeah. so you're gonna buy it. So just like you can pay YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, you can pay them to promote your hairbrush or your coaching program or your whatever. You can pay them to get, and you just keep paying until you hit 2 million views. And by the way, it's gonna cost about 4,000 to $15,000. So to get 2 million views, and most of the people you interview won't require 2 million views. They'll only need maybe 100,000. So now you're looking yeah. at like, $300. And so you just pay until you get the views. There's obvious, obvious ratios. A hundred thousand views could be 300 bucks. Um, could be 200 bucks, could be a thousand dollars. You have to be prepared for the top. Um, and now they're going to say, Holy shit, you're going to give me 2 million views. Let's go. And you can even guarantee it within a time frame. So now that is an awesome thing. Cause I was thinking some people may be nervous about like, well, what if we don't have 2 million viewers? Like we'll do it with this, within this amount of time. Facebook will that. take all your money and they'll show yep. it to 2 million people. 
Yep. And so you just make sure your audience size is large enough to show it to too many people, or else it'll be a lot of frequency repeats. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people will see the same ad again and again, or the same interview again and again. So you have a dream 100. The only reason they're not already going to do an interview with you is because you don't have a big enough value proposition of attention and eyeballs, and you don't have the timing, right? You have to make sure that the eyeballs and the attention, um, and the timing all line up. So mm -hmm. 2 million views is more than Gary ever gets anyways. And and so it has to be a big number for him. And then the timing is probably when he has his next book coming out um, or something. Put those two together, it's almost a formula always for a yes. Then how do you get 2 million views? You buy it. Now here's the next kicker. We're gonna go up to uh, we're gonna go up to high school now. By the way, we're still, okay. like, we're still in elementary wait, wait, school. I just say, we're not doing the speedy recap. We're doing this instead and I'm gonna put this in our speedy recap. Love so it. bring your nuggets. Give me more nuggets because this is so good and all of you can do this. Give us nuggets. Everybody Go. can do this. Everybody um, can do this. And you start with people that you can get a yes from that maybe only need 50,000 views. From 100 views. So exactly. that is, you can start right there with and spend $10. Exactly. And it's the same thing as the dollar a day strategy you're teaching that we obviously teach because we're both experts at this stuff. Um, This is just a, this is just a derivative. This is a different way of using yeah. it. Um, so good. And so now you can, pre-guarantee celebrities, thought leaders, and experts of the number of views at the right time when they'll benefit most, all you have to do is pay for it. And then you can target that interview to all your dream 100 so that all the audiences that they already built now see you with their favorite celebrity and you're borrowing their credibility to instantly have me scroll on social media and not go, who's this person, but go, oh my gosh, it's Renee Brown, it's Gabby Bernstein, and then say, who the heck is interviewing them? And now you're gonna borrow their credibility. And so your cost per engagement, everything is gonna drop. You're gonna get so much engagement and views, cheaper and more than you've ever had. And you're gonna get millions of people to see you with celebrities targeting their followers who are supposed to be yours. So you're ethically borrowing their credibility and audience to become yours. Now you might say, but Mark, I don't wanna spend or don't have the money to spend five, $10,000 to get that many views. Here's the here's where we go up to high school, and we're gonna cut it before we get to college and PhD level stuff. Um, so now if we're you just want to go to college and PhD. Just say tell me below, and I'll send you more information about something that Mark and I are doing. <laughs> and so now we're gonna go up a level. Now you're gonna say, well, who already built my following? But let's take it up another level and ask a better question: What companies would want to pay to be an a sponsor on the interview for that audience of a million views. And, and now I reach out to all these sponsors and say, I'm interviewing Renee Brown and Gabby Bernstein and John Asaroff and Jack Canfield and Bob Proctor and Gary Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez and all these people that may be on my dream 100. Would you like to be a sponsor and get 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, 5 million small business owners and entrepreneurs to see your exclusive um, sponsor inside of these episodes. And, and now then you, you can bring them in like this. Whoa, they can be here as the sponsor and the link that you're sending can go straight <laughs> into the, so you now have the link to get, you know, all of this exactly. magic. Exactly. And so that's it. And so now you get a sponsor and most sponsors, by the way, pay 20 to $40 CPMs for radio and television, which is 20 to $40 for a thousand eyeballs. Social media is one to $2. So you're talking about a 2,000% discount on radio and TV ads for social media. So keep this in mind. Most companies, if you say, I'll get you 1 million of your target audience potential, 1 million of them will see an interview with me and this celebrity and your 
company will drop in as the sponsor and we'll do it right in the middle and we'll do it right at the end, two different times. They'll be like, here's 10, here's 10 or 20 grand. How do I know? I've made millions of dollars doing this from sponsors and I've made millions of dollars doing this from building up the audience that I retarget from the celebrities audience that's supposed to be my audience and then sell them my products. So if you don't wanna pay for the views, go and get a sponsor. The sponsor will happily pay just for the views. They don't care about monetizing it or anything. There could be a promo code. Hey, use a uh, use code Molly for twenty percent off uh, your Zoom your Zoom um, membership. Be live. You cut the word Molly for thirty percent off. Be live. There right you go. Now. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Like there it is. Yeah. So it's like in the middle of the interview, it's like we'll be right back after a quick message from our sponsor, and then it plays a little commercial they send you, or they tell you that they want you to be the person that says, "All right, quick message from our sponsor. Uh, this is Mark Lack, and I want to tell you go use promo code um, Molly for thirty percent off your Be Live membership." And so. That's it. And be live pays you, but they're paying you because your audience is a million people on the episode. And, yeah. and so they, so now you have complete arbitrage. The celebrity said yes, because of the 2 million views or half a million views at the right time. How do you guarantee the views? You buy them. And if you don't want to use your own money, you go get a sponsor and say, I already got Gary Vaynerchuk to say yes to a 2 million person interview with, with small businesses. Would you pay $25,000 to be the exclusive only sponsor three times throughout the whole episode for one hour? Um, by the way, it's happening in the next 14 days. They wire you the money. You use all the money. You pay for the views. Any money left over is money in your pocket. And that's just pure profit. And that'll maybe and pay for your you're video. Your targeting audiences and you're bringing in, like if you're using the call to action yeah. stuff, like you do whatever, if you're using a CTA, that's super easy. Like just give us the word, remind me. It doesn't feel like this big ad. It's not a big thing, but you're building a community of people that you can talk to who want to throw a credit card at your face. <laughs> okay. So that was just one little quick strategy I had to share. In high school. Um, You're not even to college yet. That was just like, that was like a freshman or freshman or a freshman level stuff. I don't even know what the other sophomore junior, um, it's been a while, but yeah, so that would be, um, that was just one thing I had to make sure that I got off my oh chair my here and shared with people. All right. I love it so much. This is so good. So this is all a part of our Camera Confidence Live, which you can see every single week here. Um, and I'm going to say we're not actually every single week this year. We're kind of mixing it up a little bit. So you want to make sure that you get into our email messenger SMS notification list because um, I've decided this year we're going to be leveraging things a little bit after doing this show live for four years every single week. We're kind of mixing it up and putting more towards our clients. And we are going to be here with amazing people like Mark Lack to actually blow your mind. So the nuggets are flying. We have one more thing we need to do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I am going to scroll through these nuggets because there are so many of them. And you just tell me when to stop. And that's how we're going to pick the winner. We're giving away a right. selfie light. I'm ready. <laughs> that they can put on their computer or their camera, whatever, or their phone. Love it. Light up their face. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm scrolling. All right. Now. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't remember if you've ever won before, but Daniela, that's not a nugget. You're still going to win. Shoot. That's not a nugget though. Daniela, I'm going to bring your question up. She still says, love it. Someone like me. Daniela, you are the winner. I'm going to read your question also. Ooh, and I'll come back to that one because it's a deeper question about Clubhouse. Mm. We'll come back and answer that. Um, Daniela, you're the winner. So email us at molly at thepreparedperformer.com because I'm using the little nugget that Mark shared earlier about having a branded email address. Mm -hmm. Email us at molly at thepreparedperformer.com where we can get your address and send you a selfie light. So good. Dude, Mark, I'm so excited about the thing that Dude. we have coming up. I am too. 
I am too. That's why I had to make sure I brought some fire here at the end for people to know. Fire. <laughs> so much fire. Okay. This has been awesome. We are going to wrap this up now. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful that you took the time to be here with us. Make sure you give us the word, remind me, all one word below this video. That way we can send you the show notes. I've been taking notes here. We have a team member named Kate who's amazing, who's going to put together full notes. They will be available inside our Facebook group. But you got to give us the word, remind me, in order to get that link. Oh my goodness gracious. This has been so awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And make sure you keep an eye out because we have something happening soon. So. <laughs> awesome. Any final, final, final last word before we, we, we hit the end button? Yeah, you know, um, I think now is the most important time ever for people to be leveraging social media and growing their personal brand. And, you know, the things that Molly's teaching you are obviously life-changing and hopefully you guys got some value from this interview. And I don't know when we'll be sharing with them what we're, what we're cooking up behind the scenes. But if you liked this little uh, interview that we did here, then you're going to love the other thing that we have coming up as well. And it's also free. It's just a ton of free, amazing value for you guys. Cause uh, we love your community here. So. Oh, so good. So we are so lucky. I'm so grateful to Ryan and Elliot for connecting us. This is such an awesome way for you watching this video to amplify what you're doing with your videos, to amplify what you're doing on social media. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I hope you'll join us in the future. Um, if you're watching this, Mark and I have something really cool planned for you coming up soon that is free. So I can't wait to share it with you. So make sure you pay attention and we'll be back soon. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Thanks so much. Molly. As always, it's my absolute pleasure to help you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of live video and really nailing down your personal brand. We'll see you soon.